heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. A lot of these political and election cycles, you know, for for American politics, they're sort of uh, normal business back and forth. You know, the left, the right, the Democrats, the Republicans, you give a little, you take a little. Uh, you know, we, we've seen the trends over the years, uh, my friends. We, we, we've seen how this plays out. Uh, it, the one thing about, um, I, I think, what I've experienced in America, and I think you might agree with this, is that when the country has always gone too far to the left or too far to the right, extreme politics I'm speaking about here, typically the country has always been blessed to have a stirring mechanism that brings it back to, well, common sense, I'll call it, okay? And not milk toast. I'm not talking milk toast politics here, but I'm talking common sense. And that's where a lot of the extremists, as we've talked about before, they get a lot of the attention and the limelight uh, because it's uh, it makes for more exciting news. And clearly, it's more exciting uh, when you can lie and cheat and steal and propaganda and, you know, juice up the headlines. And uh, that's what it's all about, people. It's clickbait. And people want you to click and uh, read or watch or listen or whatever it might be. Uh, so we've seen these trends over the years, and the corrective course of our political system in America has always been pretty solid. I mean, really, I mean, there are times we don't like what's happening. I mean, I get that. In perfect case is when we were dealing with back in 07 and 08 with the Barack Obama administration. Surely we didn't like a lot of that as uh, conservative patriots in our country, but we had to suck it up had to deal with it. And, um, you know, we, we went through that over eight years, that transformation process that is still going on today under the Biden-Obama regime now. Uh, back then it was the uh, Obama-Biden. Now it's Biden-Obama, right? And and so, you know, we, we've seen these trends back and forth and the corrective course. Now, Trump was the corrective course in 2016. Now, just think about this. And you think about American politics, had Trump not come to power back in 2016, there was a Hillary Clinton administration. <laughs> exactly. Do the math. Do the math. Really, we'd be sunk already. There's no question about it when you see those extreme politics, because that would have extended this right out. But luckily, there was a corrective course. And that corrective course was really, really key because of the nominations to the Supreme Court. I mean, those three uh, particular appointees just changed the course of events for our country. Think about those one or two events had they not happened, really, though. And that's what makes this whole time period quite fascinating. Sometimes in politics and in the world, people overplay their hand. That's hard to understand sometimes. Because we take it as business as usual, politics as usual, country's going to be fine, it's going to correct itself, whatever, right? But sometimes they overplay themselves. And I think that's what's happened right here today, my fellow Americans. That's what's taking place right now. You know, this whole Green New Deal, energy, uh, tearing our energy apart. I mean, see, 
this hits everybody's wallet. It's it, it's it's profound. Uh, the um, it, it's not just in financial numbers, but how this impacts our lives is significant. So you have to ask yourself: Have they overplayed their hand? Surely they have overplayed their hand because this is not a uh, a quick corrective course when you dismantle America's energy. It's not like you go in the room and you flip a switch. You follow me? It doesn't work that way. I mean, it, over the last two years, they've totally dismantled America's energy. We're paying the price for that. And let me tell you something else. We're all paying the price for that. The only one that's not paying the price, and surely they are, but they have the money, they don't care, is the you know Leonardo DiCaprio crowd. You follow me? Who have the, the jets and the yachts and what have you. Uh, sure, they're paying, but they don't care. And they still stay on their climate change hype and all of that. So that's this is, I think, the tricky road we're on. So this whole, you know, in, in Bernie Sanders and the 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 urban deal, the um, oh, that I forget the name of that that deal they did up front with uh, unity, the kind of the unity deal that he and uh, Biden got together on. You know what I'm speaking about? Uh, and they uh, Biden started to embrace those policies because he realized he needed those votes uh, to be able to make it happen. So they, it was sort of a, uh, well, kind of a marriage, I guess, uh, maybe a teenage romance marriage, I guess, between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. It was convenient. And that's what politics is a lot. It's, it's a marriage of convenience. That's what took place there. And they combined to bring in a lot of these energy and the AOC crowd and the squad and all of that happened. And now these policies are quite serious and they've dismantled our energy independent and they've done serious damage to the country. And it's not a quick fix. I mean, it can be fixed, but it's not a flip a switch. So the way they played that out now coming into a midterm election I, I'm not quite sure they thought all that through, my fellow Americans. They could not have thought all that through. But clearly, a lot of people would suggest this is a takeover. Uh, and you get this feeling all the time. There are termites eating America from the inside out. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln, of course, has that famous quote that the left denies. They always say he didn't really say that. Like, does it really matter? Because the quote is fabulous, because it reminds us of the importance of the integrity of American politics. And that is, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. That's credit to Abe Lincoln. When you look that quote up a lot, you'll see a lot of the left and the others and the, the politicos and all of that. Oh, no, no, no. Lincoln didn't really ever say that's out of context. And at the end of the day, I mean, he is credited with that. But the, the, the point is, we weren't here at the time. But whoever said it, it was Abe Lincoln. It was a fabulous quote. And it reminds us of the importance and beauty of America. We should never take this, uh, this land, this blessing we've been given from God Almighty for granted. And you know that already out there. So I want to read you right now. I'm going to give you, uh, you know, sometimes you get a great book or a great, um, well, even on America Out Loud, actually, all of our uh, columns and articles, uh, you can uh, play them back. And it's probably a good time to mention that, actually. You'll see right at the top of each one, it says, listen to the article on America Out Loud. And so you can actually uh, listen to these. A lot of people do that in the car. I, I get responses all the time in the uh, from um our listeners and readers and, and folks here. And they love that feature that you're able to 
listen to these articles and stuff in your cars or in your travels on your phone, what have you, one after the next. And, you know, the, the uh, system reads them back to you. A little different than a podcast now, but in the same sense that you can get up to speed quickly. Uh, now, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to give you a live audio read. So it's going to be live audio read of a fantastic op-ed that I think sets the pace really, really well for today's talk. Then we'll bring on Professor Larry Bell. We'll have a, a terrific conversation about America's termites and the, the, the fumigations that are clearly needed and potentially maybe coming in the midterm again, back to overplaying their political hand, uh, the extremists I'm speaking about. Here's that op-ed right now. What will we have learned? How long will we remember? And how far back from neo-Marxist extremists will the political pendulum swing before we lose the current American generations so fortunately inherited? Conditions must sometimes get very bad before we wake up to the causes and make big corrections while there is still time. I expect the 2022 congressional midterm elections to clearly demonstrate that our country has reached that point. I'm referring to a lot more than just the US economy. Sure, skyrocketing inflation associated with extravagant government spending and misguided energy policies that have driven up food and commodity prices hurt everyone, particularly those in lower and middle income brackets. Money devaluation and financial market instability also put lifetime retirement investments, including homes and 401k accounts, at worrisome risk. But America's current malaise runs even far broader and deeper. It's, it's a pervasive feeling that many of our top government representatives, national, state, and local, don't recognize and respect our country's great historical struggles achievements, and foundational institutions that warrant pride and patriotism. It's a general sense that culture and individual diversity that has made us strong is being exploited by divide and conquer opportunists driven by self-serving unsavory agendas. It's an alarm that our parental responsibilities are being forfeited to bureaucratic government and union entities that regard children as wards of the state. It's growing doubt that our God-given human rights to equal justice and fairness guaranteed under the law by our foundational constitution are being ignored and abused by institutions we have trusted. It's a fear that revolutionary information technologies for good are being weaponized for propaganda and censorship. It's warranted concern regarding tolerance for rampant lawlessness and disregard for the protection of national border sovereignty essential to any great civil society. It's growing evidence that our country is rapidly, willingly losing its capacity to compete with foreign markets and malign military adversaries. And all of this has mistakenly seemed to be occurring very suddenly, much like discovering a ravaging, ravenous infestation of termites 
after severe damage to critical support and timbers of our society has already occurred. Lest this analogy seems an extreme exaggeration born of historical height, consider some recently unimaginable examples. Embrace yourself, friends. In less than two years, America has gone from being energy independent and globally dominant to an energy pauper, where our president pleads with Saudi Arabia, OPEC, Venezuela, and Iran to produce more oil that will replace our own in order somehow, inexplicably, to benefit the world's climate? The leader of our country in the free world has despairingly and demoralizingly declared that systemic racism is the greatest crisis of our time, a stain on our nation's soul, and that racism and white supremacy are ugly poisons that have long plagued the United States. We are witnessing our nation's top elected leaders in concert with teachers' unions support the indoctrination of K through 12 students with divisive critical race theory that has them self-identifying as oppressed and oppressors, along with anti-patriotic 1619 project revisionist history that falsely claims our great nation was primarily founded on a slavery agenda. Attorney General Merrick Garland, our nation's lead Department of Justice official, authorized the FBI to investigate parents who protest school boards that allow CRT 1619 Project and age inappropriate materials to be taught in their classrooms as potential domestic terrorists. Cancel culture assaults on our First Amendment first speech rights have become so flagrant that social media tech stars has succeeded and banning a popularly elected sit-in president from the public square, along with blocking exchanges of politically unfavored information, which would have exposed deep scandals of his challenging opponent during the 2020 election. Sham Democrat-led January 6th House Select Committee show trials with an unambiguous foregone intent to convict a previous president of crimes to make him ineligible to seek another term violates every norm of equal justice with a rigged jury and no opportunity for testimonial rebuttal or presentation of exculpatory evidence. Escalated homicides, gang violence, personal assaults, and property crimes in predominantly Democrat-controlled cities are occurring in tandem with tactic White House approval of police to fund movements along with failures of local jurisdictions to prosecute perpetrators and hold them accountable. Millions of unvetted illegal immigrants from at least 160 countries have been virtually invited to pass through our nation's open southern border. They become transported, often at taxpayer expense, to a de facto sanctuary cities throughout the country as overwhelmed border patrols are unable to staunch massive consequential increases in the Mexican cartel narcotics and human sex trafficking. Wow. America's helter skelter withdrawal from Afghanistan, which left 13 service members dead and abandoned more than 80 billion in advanced weaponry, along with the strategically important Bagram Air Force Base to the Taliban, has sent a resounding message of incompetence that signals weakness and opportunities to China, Russia, Iran, and other military adversaries. Yes, America will survive, correct course, and perhaps in some ways, 
emerge even stronger and wiser. A large question is whether these experiences will serve as vital reminders regarding so very much about America that is worth cherishing and protecting. And those termites, what about them? Well, will the 2022 congressional midterm fumigations limit permanent structural damage until a sweeping 2024 restoration exterminates the progressive plague altogether? That is just an eye-opening, astounding op-ed from Professor Larry Bell. That is entitled, Midterm Fumigations Must Limit Permanent Structural Damage to America's Termites. There are so many points in this piece that should resonate with every American because it's truthful. It gets to the point of the problem right now that we're experiencing. Let me bring on now Professor Larry Bell. And you know, uh, Larry, I wanted to read this just as we did so people can, you know, we don't often ever do that, but it's, it's a significant enough piece to me that I think people can pick out the pieces that are most essential to them to understand the gravity of the situation. But I really thought we just needed to do a read on that, just like folks would turn it on in their car and listen to that. The driving uh, spirit of this piece the structural damage to America's termites, and the energy that I started with talking about a moment ago, these are not casual problems we're dealing with right now. It's, it's not the normal pendulum. I talked about the swing back and forth to left and right. I don't see, and I think people understand, this is not normal behavior, what's happening right now. It looks like they've overplayed their hand to the nth degree. So either they're that silly that they thought Americans were that stupid, Larry, or there's something else, or there's a, or the only thing I would say to you, or there's going to be another shoe to drop in the next many months before the midterm elections. Which do you think it is? Well, Malcolm, first of all, uh, I want to thank you for having me on again. I always enjoy our conversations. And uh, that piece is something that, uh, that I wrote is something that's kind of been a recurring thought in my mind of, and I think it's the best analogy I can think of is, is the termites. Uh, many of us have discovered some little mound outside of your house or maybe a little bubble on the windowsill that suggests maybe there's something going on and you poke it and you realize that there's a lot more, you know, it's all been hollowed out and rotted out and a lot more damage than you could ever have imagined. And, and it's kind of a good luck, bad luck story because the, the good news is that uh, it's kind of like discovering a cancer. I mean, there's a chance you can do something about it before it, before it you know, goes too far. And uh, I think we're at that point where we, follow, we find a lot of hollow timbers and, uh, and it's a wake up call and, and suddenly, uh, suddenly, you, you feel a little bit empowered that you can do something about it. It's certainly bad news. You realize how much damage, but the good news is that you, you think, well, I, th I think we can rebuild the place. I think we can shore it up before the whole thing falls down and we've, we've come pretty close. And so, and I think one of, one of the big questions and issues is, well, who are those termites? 
we think of some of them coming up from the ground and the grass roots and some of them flying down from the top. And you say, well, who are who is the they we're talking about? And I have my own thoughts about the they. I think I think that there's a lot of they's. I think we we have the United Nations that's all hell bent on, on economic wealth redistribution and hence the climate scare and and uh, in the uh, in the climate alarm played very well into that in terms of you know going back to the Kyoto Protocol and uh, carbon capping and all this other stuff. So so we have we have those kinds we have those kinds of issues and we have the globalist corporations that are exploiting this. We see it just very you know very uh, obviously with you know the you know the so-called electric cars and going to China now to buy rare earth materials for the batteries and and for the big market and and we're going to go you know everybody's going to be greener than thou and and that plays into this and so we've got we've got the globalist corporations that are very much involved and we've got the universities that are hugely involved in it because you know there's the the grants you know for the climate people to to find a dead polar bear somewhere so they can they can get tenure and they get get financing for their pro programs and so so you have you have the the grants being given out by who well by central government let's have let's have a big central government let's let's forget about article 10 let's put all the power to the central government because that way we can really control things and uh it's, it makes things less complicated we can get some you know, demanded near some you know we can we can get get somebody into the white house that we can control and and uh, and uh, everybody else can control, including China and 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 the other, our adversarial countries, and and so we'll have some very malleable uh, empty suit in the White House, and and we can we can control everything from the you know from the top. So we have we have you know we have the central government, we have we have we have media, you know we have the eyeballs that we can attract by. By putting titillating things in the news, and and that that leads very well into the idea we can use now. We can weaponize all this marvelous technology we have to decide what gets into the news cycle and what doesn't get into the news cycle, and how how it's spun, and how we can we can absolutely social media shut down uh, things that 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 are are not uh, politically favored and in favor of candidates and issues that are. And so, so we have this convergence. We have not just, it's not one termite. It's just a whole, it's a whole bunch of different termites that are following the same, same pathways. And, and I was thinking about how, what, what was it that, that put, brought us to this point of going from a nation that had, you know, this, National pride of Fourth of July parades and things. You know, I'm I'm in my 80s now, and I think of my childhood and how important country was and patriotism was and so on. What what happened? Well, I think you know, COVID came along for, among other things, and and knocked the wind out of the country, knocked the wind out of all of us, and established a precedent for oh, <clears throat> the end of the world's coming. You know, the COVID bug's going to get us. We better shut down. We better disconnect from each other. And we'll use so we'll use social media to stay connected because that's really great because we can control social media, and we can control the scare. We can, you know, we can you know give vaccines to five year olds and 
And we're going to go to science. We're going to go to the authorities, the same corrupt science that they gave us the, the climate alarm. So, and, and so it sounds like a cascading doomsday story. The point is the, the termites have been exposed. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you brought up a really good point, I think, a little bit earlier that, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we now see, we see, I, I see the, the, you know, the queen termite is Marxism and, and Marxism has a long term agenda. They, you know, they, it's very deliberate. It's not like the election cycle, election cycle. It's a long-term plan, but the modern Marxists in America aren't very smart. And like you say, they double down when things are failing. When the unity program that you know they put together with between Biden and 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 Bernie, uh, you know, to get to squeak him through the 2020 election, you know, they you know he did his deal with the devil. I'm not sure he, he wasn't the devil actually, but in any case, that went down. And you'd think that when when you have programs that are absolutely objectively failing on every level, you say, well, maybe we can do a little Clinton triangulation and we can get back on course again, but they're not that smart. They get more desperate. They double down more of the same on energy. They got no place to go without admitting that they'd have to return to to Trump policies. And and I think the termites have exposed themselves. They made the mistake of crawling around outside the windowsill where we could see them and where we can get at them. And I think that's their downfall. I think that right now there, there's gonna there's gonna be a major, there's a major awakening. I think there's gonna be a major extermination program in in uh, this upcoming November. And I think uh, hopefully the termites are gonna be setting themselves back generationally. Yeah, well, we see the reports in the last couple of days where uh, the latest number I, I seen, Larry, you've probably seen this as well, over a million Americans have uh, transitioned from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party. That is an eye-opening number and statement, and that's only on the surface from what we know. Uh, That surely is a wake-up call to the party uh, and what's transpired there. We talk about this overplaying of the hand and the tit-for-tat and the usual American politics of what's transpired here. The fact that Biden made the deal with the unity with Sanders, like you say, the deal with the devil. And and it's hard to know, people ask me all the time who the antichrist is or what's exactly going on in American politics. And there's a whole host of players that are surely related in the family uh, of evil uh, that we're fighting right now. But that unity, what's really interesting about it is he needed the unity deal to complete the deal with Satan. Um, And I'm talking Satan's agenda. I'm not talking about Bernie Sanders being Satan specifically, but he needed that deal, no matter what it was to kind of get the hard left in there because they didn't have it otherwise. And now isn't that ironic that that arrangement of that deal is probably will be their undoing as well, because these are extreme uh, policies that uh, really America has never seen this sort of magnitude. So back to the termites. Yeah, it's being exposed right now. 
like in ways that I, I'm not sure. So what I'm wondering, Larry, is I asked you up front on the thing, I'm going to come back to that. Uh, so are these, these kinds of things that are happening right now, I mean, is this made to order for them? I mean, sure, they push too hard. Right now, they're at the point where we see what's happening between now and the next few months. It, do you really think, is there another shoe to potentially drop here? Or do they just do the most insane thing and overplay their hand, which, by the way, which will be a blessing. This will be a blessing to America and Americans that this is because that is exposing the, the termite and the rotten from the inside that Abe Lincoln would have talked about. So is it that there's another shooter drop in their grand plan between now and November, Larry? Or have they just clearly misplayed this whole thing and their house of cards is going to crumble? What do you think it is? Well, I think there's so many answers to that question that that on one hand, uh, when they when they when when Biden ran, of course it was it was we're going to run against the orange guy. You know, uh, it's it's easy to demonize a personality, and 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 you know Trump is certainly a very entertaining figure to you know to to, to fault. You know, but God love him. Uh, but but it was all about I'm not Trump, and I'm and I'm the uniter, and and, we, and so part of it is the contradiction. Uh, people are seeing well, Biden is anything but but a uniter. You know when when you when you when you characterize your own country as being white supremacist, when you basically you you clearly uh, condone de facto condone violence and crime by not. By not uh, you know decrying it and and and, and you know people, the things that people really care about. One thing is, in addition to the you know e economy, can I make can I can I pay my bills? Which bill do I pay this month? It's a sense of security from crime, and we see uh, one one thing the media has given us is visual images of riots and looting and. And, and you can look at these images and say, gee, they sure don't look like white supremacists to me. You know, and, and so there's only so much gaslighting you can do mm -hmm. to pretend things aren't happening. And people and say, don't trust your lying eyes. But, 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 but the video, you know, and the news is, has given this. So, so the notion of that, that Biden campaigned on I'm the uniter. I'm the Mister. I'm the Mister. Benign. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring tranquility to the country. We've never been more more divided, and and we have a president and an administration that a lot of people feel doesn't like the country and doesn't understand the country, and 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 I think that's you know I think that's certainly certainly very alarming to people that that that's the case. Uh, so so. The other thing is that they lock themselves into a matrix mentality, where where they where they where they uh, made race, gender, uh, the you know the criteria, and they and I think in the stereotype of you know of, of gender and so on, a lot of the stereotypes aren't working very well. I mean, I think they thought that the border thing was going to be an automatic win with the Hispanics. Well, it's not. I think I think there's so self, lack of self awareness that they don't realize that that the you know the 
the, the, the culture from Mexico most particularly is very family-centered. It's very work-centered. You can't live in Texas and not love you know, the, the work ethic of, of the Hispanic populations. They don't like this, this open border. They, they came here, they are patriotic people. And, and I think the Democrats are so tone deaf that, and so stereotypic, they, you know, they think, well, we got brown skins and so on. They miss, they're gonna, they're gonna just uh, cheer when we open up, you know, open up the border mm -hmm. and it's not happening. I think, I think it's a lack of self-awareness. You, you look at their platform, you know, they locked themselves into a matrix platform and said, well, we're going to have a black vice president. Then they looked around the stage and there's only one they, you know, that they could find. And, and she's a fool, you know, and, 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 and we're going to get, we're going to get a gay guy. We're going to get somebody who's gay. So we'll get Bernadette, you know, so mm. you know, we'll get this, we'll get this, this washed out mayor and put him up there and then we'll, you know, and so on. Yeah. People don't like this. People say, well, wait a minute. We're, we're not just identified by CRT criteria. And we were, Americans are really individualists. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think, I think there's this growing awareness that we're not, you know, that the true America is not being represented. Yeah, well, it's, it's not, but, uh, you know, identity politics has come back to uh, a bite them in the backside, clearly. I mean, instead of putting the most competent, intelligent people in these uh, key uh, positions, uh, they're, again, putting the Crayola box of insanity uh, together and just putting people wherever they are because they happen to be, uh, you know, uh, the, the specific gender, a specific ethnic background, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, th that's exactly or some sort of social cultural phenomenon. Uh, it, that's, you know, that's coming back to haunt them very clearly. And I think Americans can now see these people are not equipped uh, they're not equipped to run mosquito control in their local cities, uh, let alone run the entire blessed country uh, and the policies or our energy departments or uh, secretary, all of it, all of it, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, is, is a real problem. Uh, you know, th th there's so much here with an overplay in their hand. I, I think that, uh, uh, and I am fascinated with that other shoe dropping people love, because it is a pivotal moment for our nation. And I just see this as this, this probably, I'll tell you what, this is gonna be, I'll predict right now. And I've said some time ago to you all actually, this will be the, the pain we're dealing with right now, the suffering, which I don't like to see that on anybody. What at all, by the way, but I'll tell you what, it may very well be the biggest blessing that we've been given. The fact that we can open up eyes and expose the massive damage of termites to our nation, I think may end up being the biggest blessing. And if you remember, and if this didn't sound nice, but even a couple of months back, I said, no, no, you know, because typically a president in office will correct course as Bill Clinton did, as many of them have done. They'll correct course when they see how bad it all is. This one didn't. They stayed the way. And if you remember, I even said something that may not have been too popular. But I said, well, keep the pain right there. Please don't let up. Hit the gas and make us suffer, please. 
I actually said some things like that a couple of months back. You may or may not recall. But there was a point to what I was saying, wasn't there now? If you're going to fix the problem, you really have to unearth the problem. And there are times in our lives, friends, even in our personal lives, where we have to feel the pain. We have to really feel the pain. Just like when you're your body and you're trying to work out, it's the same deal. Or you're trying to fix something in your life, it can hurt. It, it can really cause some grief. But, you know, on the other side of that hurdle is a beautiful opportunity. And that, my fellow Americans, is what I present to you today. Uh, that is, well, as Reagan would say, that shining city on a hill. It's still there. It has an awful lot of glimmer to it. And American exceptionalism is alive and well. But this is a point for the country to be counted. And it is a point where people are going to have to make their mind up as our societal cultural fabric is just tearing apart into shreds using things, racism and woke and transgender things and all these things to divide the people. And yet you may find that they push too far and all of these other things that connect the people are far more superior. And because if we don't have these basic elements of life, what, what do we have? We're all going to run around with a racist, gay, trans, social, woke agenda, but the rest of our lives have fallen to hell. It's not going to work that way. Americans have to wake up. And that's what I think you're seeing right now. So that pain factor is interesting. And, and I think there's something to it as we get to the hurdle and get to the other side. Now, we all have to do that in our own lives as well and transform ourselves. And my fellow Americans, I, I announced to you yesterday, and I'll pick it up right now, there's a, a phenomenal deal that Healthy Cell has uh, just dropped onto my desk here in the last day that I, I shared with you yesterday, and I'll share it right now again with you. One of the greatest products I've talked to you about is Immune Super Boost. Uh, you, you recall that. And the immune super boost is, is very powerful. And the reason it's powerful is because what's in that immune super boost. It's a microgel, number one. Uh, microgels, these products get into your body much, much faster, quicker, and they're more powerful than the loss of pills. Pills, you don't get the same uh, absorption into your bodies. Let's be clear. Okay. So the microgel, the, the liquid form is, that's, that's the new, these are not the vitamins of the 1930s and 1950s. This is a microgel product. So the absorption is maximum to your body. Uh, immune super boost, vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. I mean, this is an explosion uh, of, of nutrients for our bodies. And you can, right out of the little package, you can travel with this thing. It's so easy. It's a berry taste. A lot of people take it right out of the package. I put mine, as you know, in a couple, three, four ounces of water. I take some other things with it so I can be supercharged and Mr. Out Loud, you know? So I take that and, uh, but I love immune super boost. But here's the deal they just gave to me uh, the other day here. Just, uh, well, I announced to you yesterday is that if you use the code America50 in celebration of our independence and in celebration right now, and I don't know how long this goes on, so you'll need to grab it while we have it, period, as I just don't know all the details. But if you use the code America50, you'll get 50% off Immune Super Boost. Wow. 
<laughs> never done anything like it. And this was, again, a celebration of our independence or something very cool. Uh, as they say here, it's risk-free. If you don't love it, you get your money back guaranteed. Uh, I mean, uh, that's something I never talk about because it never comes up, but it's probably a good thing to say. Uh, so there is a guarantee with the product. Uh, HealthyCell.com forward slash out loud. There's a ton of information there. And you can click the banner ads back at America Out Loud as well. Uh, but remember the code, usually the code out loud to get you 20% off your first order. But this is 50% off immune super boost for everybody, no matter where, where and how. Just use that code America50. Okay, real simple, America50, and you get the discount. Uh, I encourage you to try this product, Immune Super Boost. This is the perfect time to try it because you get it for a song. But one thing for sure is you'll want to keep taking this product. There's no doubt in my mind. They have a whole host of other products. I take their, uh, their um, recall, fo Focus and Recall. Focus and Recall. I almost needed it there just to remember the name. But it's a lot of people with long COVID and, and brain uh, fog. Brain fog is a big deal with long COVID. Uh, but uh, uh, this uh, focus and recall, is this is like a tangerine taste, orange taste, very, very good. Again, right out of the micro gel or put it in water, whatever you want to do. You put it on yogurt or ice cream, I told you the other day. It doesn't matter. Just get it into your body and the absorption is fantastic. And I really like this re uh, focus and recall it helps with all the nutrients for our brains. And God knows we need that today, my fellow Americans. REM sleep is another one. It's not a sleeping pill. It's a micro gel, but it really positions your body for an amazing sleep uh, night of sleep. And if you take that regularly, the impact of that to your body is second to none. Um, we've seen it. You've heard Dr. McCullough talk about it as well. He takes it as well as I do. Many others on the platform. It's, it's, a, it's a profound product. I highly recommend and suggest the products of Healthy Cell. I've been taking them for over four years. Give it a shot, healthycell.com forward slash out loud, and you'll be happy you did. Now, we'll take a quick pause here. Professor Larry Bell join us right on the other side here as we'll pick it up and continue to fumigate America's termites. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. This is Dr. Peter McCullough. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19? We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's Immune Super Boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the Immune Super Boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Because of COVID-19, many Americans worry about their health four times a day. That's 120 times per month. To minimize the worries, leading nutritional supplement company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost, an immune supplement that contains full effective doses of science-backed nutrients like vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea, all in a one-a-day, pill-free, ultra-absorption ingestible gel. It tastes great, comes in a convenient squeeze gel pack, 
and it's more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Supporting a strong and resilient immune system can be simple. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Immune Super Boost. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, -E and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Welcome back to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly. Always a privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans. Thank you for joining us on the program here. It is all back at AmericaOutloud.com. This is the voice of liberty and justice for all. And you'll see some of the best writers and columnists and stories and podcasts and videos. And it's a place people are comfortable. Now, in this terrific piece, I gave you a, if you're, if you're just joining us and you missed it, I did a complete audio read of this fabulous essay up front in the program because I, and I, I don't think I've ever done that specifically, but this was, I thought, a, a, just a terrific piece. And I, I thought you should hear it all in case you don't get to the program and platform and read it. But you'll see it on the front page there at America Out Loud. It's entitled Midterm Fumigations Must Limit Permanent Structural Damage to America's Termites. Uh, and so we're looking at what happens here now coming to these elections. But let me be clear, friends. This is not going to be one election or two elections that is going to change this paradigm that we find ourselves in. It's going to be, have to be a way of life and a way of thinking and, and really trying to change the structure of, of, of our thinking of Americans, uh, that there is a better way forward. Now, in order to do that, and, and let me bring back on with us here, Professor Larry Bell joins me. He is the author of that terrific essay, uh, by the way, that you can enjoy to read and share out there. Um, one of the ways I, I think we do this, Larry, that, uh, I, you know, I really feel strongly about the fact it's less about D's and R's and more about right and wrong and good and evil. And I, I think we make this too personal sometimes and we tend to insult our fellow American. And I don't think that accomplishes the ultimate goal here. So when you say more toward the end of your piece here. You say, yes, America will survive, correct course, and perhaps in some ways emerge even stronger and wiser. 
So I'll stop right there a moment here. Yeah, I don't think we can take that for granted that America will survive in correct course because that's not always the case. There are too many generations that take America for granted and they believe that will always happen. And I, I see the cancer out there. And I do believe there is an opportunity, however, to become back stronger and wiser if we can learn the lessons from yesterday and bring them forward into tomorrow. So back to the blessing I set up front of the program, and I'll say it right now to you, Professor Bell, hey, listen, I mean, straight out, isn't this in a very odd sort of way, a blessing that they pushed so hard, so fast, made us so uncomfortable, kept the pain there. So we really felt it. And everybody's feeling it, lower middle class, all the way through, all Americans are feeling it. Isn't it, a, it I mean, we don't wish pain on anybody, but isn't it best that they did what they did so that we can wake up more of the country and discover that we really do need to feel fumigation here? Don't you think? I think events that we can have, have awoken us or awaken us. The COVID, uh, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, knocked the wind out of the country and good way to put it. Shutdowns and so on that went with it. And and I think now, as we as we re reflect back on that, we realize that the areas that had the most draconian responses didn't do any better than those who that didn't. And we're thinking of Florida and other other states that didn't. You know, they they you know they didn't sh totally shut down, and they didn't kill their industries, their businesses. They didn't they didn't uh, shut down the schools and and so on and. And now in retrospect, we have that, that comparison and say, well, wait a minute, all these controls, all these draconian controls premised on so-called science didn't work out so well. And basically, maybe there's some flawed thinking about, about the way we look at science, the way we get information, and the need for real leadership, like Christy Noem, and we think of DeSantis, and we think of others that really provided the leadership that the country is looking for that didn't exist at the, at the, at the national level, other than I think with Trump and, and the vaccines that came forward and so on. But I think we came so close to losing the house, to losing the structure because I, I you know, and it just, just amazes me. I think of what if Joe Manchin had, had, had not voted the way he did and, right. and the, and the, you know the Marxists were able to to uh, pack the pack the. Well, let, let me stop there a minute. You you bring up a really great point with mention. So if that had happened and not in the way that it did, but went the other way, and it could have very well have done that. You do you think that would have sealed the deal for them? Well, absolutely. I think it would have sealed the deal, and I think I think COVID was. You know, we look at these things as as good news, bad news. COVID, I think, had it not been for COVID, parents and, and homeschooling wouldn't have noticed right. what the teachers' unions were pushing on the children mm -hmm. with regard to this, you know, the you know the critical race theory and the 1619 project and so on. I think I think that was I think that was a wake-up call. I think I think they pushed so hard on on the Green New Deal. And uh, you know, fortunately, the mansion came from a from a coal state and from a from an energy state. And yeah, I think had it not been for Joe Manchin, uh, the house would have, I think it could have been the timber that could have toppled the whole house. And I, th I think uh, I think also we're looking at 
I, I'm very, very hopeful and optimistic. We say, who are the exterminators? Well, we got John Durham, who's getting to the bottom of, and it's a long process, realize the deep state, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, is very, very real. And they went after Trump. And, and they've been infecting, you know, they covered up Hunter's laptop and all these other things. You know, they, they helped rig the election, no doubt about it. And we... Well, they you know, used COVID to help rig that election easy, didn't they? So they've used all these, all these yeah. mechanisms for, as levers to accomplish what they're doing. Yeah. But now I think as we look forward, I'm, I'm very optimistic. We see the, you know, we see what's, this has exposed the deep state, you know, and, and, the, and we see this now mm-hmm. with the with the trumped up this this crazy uh, January sixth <clears throat> travesty that's going on this 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 banana republic trial that's going mm-hmm. on, yeah. And and people see the injustice. You, as you say, you know, the people mm-hmm. people in America, you know, realize, hey, wait a minute, this this doesn't sound right. You know, we. Yeah. Uh, why? Why does the do the hearings omit critical statements <laughs> or the opposing viewpoint or question? Right? You know. Yeah, I think we're waking up, and I think yeah. there's so many things that are out of kilter that the the that the gaslighting people are starting to believe they're lying eyes, and, right. and so I'm very. I'm, I'm truly very optimistic. Yeah, I think a lot of us are feeling, as you're feeling there, Larry, that uh, uh, back to the hurdle, but the, uh, that, that tipping point was sort of got there. And now we're there. You know, I'm wondering here, and I, I want to cover this point with you. With all of these uh, these vaccinations here that have happened in the past uh, many weeks with the Supreme Court and these various new uh, rulings that have come out and so on and so forth, then a series of victories for, um, how do I say, uh, for America, for uh, American patriots, uh, for people who believe in our constitution. I'd, I'd rather say it that way, friends, than to say for Republicans, because it's not about Republicans. It's about uh, really uh, uh, people who love our country and who believe in the framers, uh, the constitution of what this country stood for, as I discussed with you yesterday on the program. And, you know, I, I see this uh, and I'm wondering now when I talked about that other shoe to drop, Larry, and what that might be, there's a lot of talk right now within the AOC crowds and that whole group over there. Uh, I, and I wonder if that's going to be their move to try to, to seize the power because it, pack on the court I'm talking about right now, trying some uh, Hail Mary pass before the election to do something because I reported about a year ago, even two years ago, I reported that I really felt and still feel today that we're coming toward the end of the Democrat Party. I do believe they will uh, explode at some point. I, I don't, I'm not saying that as any partisan because I, I don't think the Republicans are oftentimes that much better uh, as far as the political system goes. Uh, but I, I do believe they're going to explode at some point. And just like the Whig Party did and burnt out back in the 1860s and the Republican Party was birthed, I, I think they've kind of served their purpose now and they're going to burn right out. Uh, and, and so I think we're at that moment. Do you, do you see anything? I've only got a couple of moments left, but within the pack in the court or this Hail Mary pass, uh, anything like that you think they'll try? I think they've blown it, Malcolm. I think that uh, <laughs> if we look at, for example, and I've had many, many people talk to me, well, what are the implications of of the Roe v. Wade decision, so on. And 
Yeah. And I think like, like so many people, I look at it with two eyes. I look at it one hand with a political eye and say, well, how does it affect the voting and the midterms and so on and the kitchen table issues? And how does it rank with inflation and gas prices and so on? But the other, the other eye, I think, is my American eye that says, and my, my, you know, the, you know, the America I know that says, <clears throat> looks at this issue of abortion, which is incredibly complex, and and we see, uh, we see people, you know, that range from outlawing the after morning pill to, you know, to to killing a child in the birth canal, and so I don't think I think most people are not at those extremes. I think most people feel that you know the empathy of of the whole issue and is, is and to stereotype it you know to simplify it uh it had to go to the states it, it had it had to go back to the public to to determine where the line is and what what the what, you know where, where things are at i think it's i think it's pushing things i think what's i think one of the most exciting things that's happening in the country is one is how important the Tenth Amendment is, and how, Amen. how important wow. is that that the states yeah. that we have representation. I mean that that yeah. that we take control out of the you know we don't have just the central government is the is the is the money distributor, but we have we have this we have states, and you have you have a choice of where you live. You don't have to live in Los Angeles. You don't have to live in Houston, Texas. You, you can live wherever you want. This is a marvelous country. It provides opportunities and people can vote with their feet and people are voting with their feet. That's right. That's and, right. And, and so it's not a question to me so much as where is the federal government going? It's, I think the states, you know, I, I, I think are, you know, the, the people that framed the constitution mm-hmm. were, were, were very prescient. You know, they, they were very smart to give, give oh, power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they were smart to do it, but they're not exercising and trying to avoid the uh, what should be done, Larry. Well, I mean, I'm saying our founding yeah. fathers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and of course, they did it out of necessity. They they well, did it to create a union that wouldn't have been a union right. otherwise. And right. and the notion of uh, getting rid of the electorate, electoral college and so on is fundamentally against the sense. That- well, well, let me let me jump in and tell you, I seen a piece uh, just today, uh, Larry, uh, that Howard Stern wants to run for president and he wants to abolish the Electoral College uh, because Trump didn't really win in 2016, he said. If you can believe all of that, how would you like to have President Howard Stern? How do you think that'd go over? I think we've got President Howard Stern except without the brain. Okay, my fellow Americans, that is all the time we have uh, here. And uh, thank you for joining us here and being on the mission. Uh, it's always a privilege to be with you here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.